Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hi everyone! If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe for free on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Hi everyone! Welcome to the Greener Side, your guide to all things immigration. Before we begin, I'd like to reach out to all of our listeners. If there is a country that you would like us to cover, Please send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or an email because, siempre, we want to talk about the countries that you are interested in migrating to. So, yeah. Moving on, today we travel to Česká Republika or Czech Republic. Here with us is 25-year-old Adrian Ramos, a credit card analyst who moved to Czech Republic during the pandemic. He was able to migrate under a Schengen visa, which he then converted to a long-term residence card. Papaano natin gagayahin itong pathway ni Adrian? And is Czech Republic the place to be? Thank you, Adrian, and welcome to The Greener Side. Hi, I'm happy to be here. I am so happy to finally interview someone who is from Czech Republic. So welcome, welcome. And before I begin asking you all these questions, could you tell us, sino ba si Adrian Ramos? I am Adrian, and I am a credit card analyst, and I've been living in the Czech Republic for one year, six months in Prague, and now I am residing in Brno, the second largest city in the Czech Republic. And prior to coming there, what were you doing in the Philippines? Uh, I was something kind of like a marketing specialist for a consumer finance company. So I was working in BGC and everything, and now I'm here. <laughs> Yeah. So, how did you get to Czech Republic? Tell us. You know, I wasn't even like looking for this kind of opportunity. Uh, it just sort of landed on my lap. So one day, my my boss, uh, you know, takes me into a room, and he's like, "Hey, when I want to go to the Czech Republic?" <laughs> wow. So okay, I'm like, yeah. And it turns out I'm like the pilot programmy where they would send young professionals from the world into you know their headquarters so now i'm here in the czech republic all right so you got there because they wanted you were the guinea pig of this company i i am i'm a guinea pig <laughs> yeah if you don't mind me asking which company is this i work for home credit I'm not sure if you know that but it's it's based in the czech republic it started in the czech republic and like it's everywhere across the world now mm-hmm. okay and for this program that you enrolled in was it a study program of some sort or do, is it just like a program for you to get there to work for their company that's based in Czech Republic well I don't have to study I don't, <laughs> I don't have to do anything educational if that's what you're asking I, it's just work 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 part of it was training but the majority of it is doing real work actually mm, oh my gosh you must have been a, an excellent employee for them to choose you of all the employees I don't <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. Um, I, I'm just lucky. What I attribute this, you know, experience to is like 
from the very beginning, I've always told my bosses that I really wanted to study abroad. Uh, sorry, study work abroad. That's always been my dream ever since I was a little boy. I just didn't expect it to happen so soon. Mm, so you told your bosses constantly that but you wanted I mean, to work overseas. Maybe like, once or twice, but that was like, you know, when I was just starting out. I didn't like tell them every day, hey, I want to go <laughs> somewhere. <Okay. laughs> That's good. Hot tip, guys. If you want to work overseas, always tell people. Be honest. Be honest with your bosses. Exactly. Okay. So for you to get to Czech Republic, you had to have, of course, a visa of some sort. What type of visa did you have initially to move there? Well, in order to actually enter into the Czech Republic, you need to have an entry visa or a Schengen visa. And then, you know, staying inside the Czech Republic is a different matter. You need to have a different document called a long-term residence card, which I have right now. Okay. So you needed first a Schengen visa, which we have already discussed in a previous episode. So just to be clear, the Schengen visa is an entry visa and it's not necessarily just a tourist visa. In my case, I'm not sure if uh, it's applicable for other people, but in my case, I only needed to enter. I think it would be redundant because like, I would also have the long-term residence card, which also acts as my visa while I'm here in the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. You got the assistance of uh, an immigration officer. Yeah. So I'm very lucky and blessed because my company has like immigration consultants and they really did most of the heavy lifting for me. And uh, I just did a little bit of documents here and there and they took care of the rest. Mm, okay. I will just run down, Adrian, by the requirements that are needed for uh, a Schengen visa. Mm-hmm. So just let me know if these are correct. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you need your visa application form for yep. uh, Europe and then your passport, yeah, identical photos, your evidence of legal residence in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. You need a round-trip flight itinerary. Did you need this? Yeah, I I had all of those, but there were some other documents they required too. An employment contract, which of course proves that you are uh, working in the Czech Republic or are employed in the Czech Republic. And not just like your proof of residency in the Philippines, but you also need to have a proof of accommodation inside the Czech Republic. So they need that too. Right, yes. So your proof of uh, residence in the Philippines and of your accommodation in the Czech Republic and your employment contract, which I think would facilitate the transition of your visa from a Schengen one to a long-term residence card, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Um, uh, there's a lot of overlap between the requirements of long-term residence card and the Schengen, but um, I'm not entirely sure which belongs where because, as I said, it's the immigration consultants would know more. Um, but another thing I might add is that you might need to have ten or 11,000 pesos ready <laughs> at the embassy. Is that your application fee? Uh, it's kind of like an application fee. I'm not entirely sure what it's called, but um, you need to have that. Luckily, my company was able to pay it for me. So, All right. So to be able to apply for a Schengen or Schengen? Either works, I guess. <laughs> okay. To be able to apply for a Schengen visa, um, you need 11000 as the application fee, and that's separate from the show money. I mean, in my case, that's what I needed. I'm not entirely sure if that applies to like tourists or anything mm-hmm. like that. I, at least okay. I needed to pay up. <laughs> okay. All right. And apart from all of those things that we've mentioned, you also need the health insurance, which 
Did your um, employee facilitate that as well? They probably did. I didn't handle any health insurance stuff, but like if you're working in the Czech Republic, I think specifically, I think your company would cover it for you. But from what I know, you're supposed to have some kind of insurance when you're working. So Okay. All right. And also, lastly, a cover letter, which states why you're going to Europe. Did you need to do this? I wrote a lot of letters. <laughs> so, uh, I don't remember. Um, I, I wrote a letter to my company expressing my uh, interest to go to the program and everything. I'm not entirely certain if I did make a letter. I think I did. So just be ready. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just be ready. Yung intis lang may mag Oo nga, kasi important rin tong documents na to kasi sabi mo that uh, there's a lot of overlap between the long-term residence card mm-hmm. and the Schengen visa requirements. Yep. Is, a- apart from those things that I mentioned that people should prepare, what else should they prepare should they want to stay there? I also had to prepare, I think, also for ju- just the Schengen visa was my police record or NBI clearance. And then I also have school transcripts. I'm not entirely sure if that was just for my company's benefit, but I also had that as well. Both of those documents I have had to had apostolized um, to DFA. Um, so I, I also brought them with me in the embassy. Mm, okay. And were you asked at all? I mentioned it but were you asked at all to have uh, show money? I don't think so. Nor was I asked for like any financial records or anything. That's because, or that's probably because you already have that employment contract. So they are assured, the government is assured that you can live. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you uh, know, you just gave them 11,000 or something. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, wow. Okay, 11,000. Sige, pwede ka na pumasok ng euro. Mukhang ready na siya, may 11k na how long did the whole processing of your visa take you? For my case, from the time I found out that uh, I was to work here and to me actually going to the Czech Republic, it took more than a year, to be honest. But realistically, it could be even shorter. Um, I think what, you know, lengthened the, the wait was all the COVID restrictions popping out of nowhere. Um, hindi lang sa Czech Republic, pero sa Pilipinas rin. So... Free na yung Czech Republic and then bigla lang nagka-ECQ, so it's very messy. <laughs> okay, because it took you uh, more than a year just because more of COVID. More than a year to get here, yeah. <laughs> more oh than a gosh. year. Oh my gosh, ang tagal. Speaking of COVID, are you aware of any changes to the policies or the requirements now that COVID has happened? You know, I think I'm lucky because you know, for a long time, the Czech Republic has been closed off to non-essential people. Maybe I do count as one since I work here, um, but generally like, tourists and everything closed off totally. And my parents told me that, you know, the embassy was closed too, like the embassy in Manila. But I heard on the news recently that they were opening um, the borders to some foreigners. I'm not entirely sure if that includes people from Asia. So I'm hoping so, so my parents can visit and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I read recently that some countries in Europe are applying vaccine passports. Is that the same for there as well? We do have COVID or vaccine certificates and then you can just put them in your phone and maybe if some authorities like ask you, how do you have any tests or anything? You can just show them like I have a vaccine uh, certificate. I'm not sure if it's called a passport, but this is really handy because like it eliminates me needing to get a test 
and everything. So I'm pretty much free to go wherever. Yeah. So I think if they require that of residents, they would require the same thing from tourists or from anybody who goes there to apply for jobs using the Schengen visa. So Adrian, can you give us some tips on how to find a job in Czech Republic? So in my case, I work I work for a Czech-based company. So easy bridge, quote unquote. But maybe if you're in an international company and they have some branches in the Czech Republic that could work too. And, you know, as we said earlier, you know, be honest about your intentions. Maybe if you're doing it sans company and you just want to find a job here, you really have to learn Czech because you can't work here without knowing some Czech, to be honest, I think. Uh, I think an easier way as I met some people from Asia who had a very easy time actually getting into the Czech Republic because of Erasmus or some sort of education program. And when they're not studying, they're working. And I think this led to them actually working full time here in the Czech Republic. So that, okay. that's a better option, I think. Okay. So they got the Erasmus scholarship. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So you, the, the company you work for is, is it a Czech speaking company or it's an, it's, it's an international company when i was working in prague uh i was surrounded by you know international people so english wasn't an issue of course i could talk freely with anyone in the office because everyone knew english now that i'm here in brno the story is a little bit different most of my co-workers speak only in czech or they may have a hard time speaking in english um so i only get to speak to a few people you know like maybe three or four um, but I'm still working. <laughs> you know, that's the bright side. Uh, <laughs> it may just limit your influence in the office. It may limit to uh, how many friends you can make in the office. But um, when you're in my situation, you know, at least you have your foot in the door. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you been staying in Brno? Brno, yeah, for six months actually. And um, I like to call this, you know, the Rizal of Czech Republic. The Rizal <laughs> uh, of Czech Republic. Because I'm from Rizal. So, you have everything you need here, to be honest. And in some ways, it's a lot better than Prague. Prague is more like Makati, I'd say. Makati or Manila. <laughs> Makati, but more beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. Uh, how different was the work environment there compared to the Philippines? You know, a general observation is that it's not too different. chika-chika, you know, and everything, and uh, people are serious when you need to be serious. But if like, you're in my situation, it can feel isolated uh, because you can't speak the language, which is why I highly recommend you should learn the language. Because, you know, you're missing out on all these people you can meet. Yeah, let's talk about the language. What exactly <laughs> is the language of Czech Republic? Czech. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just called Czech. And it's extremely difficult. I tried learning for over a year. And I've, gave, and I've given up multiple times. Um, it's just really extremely difficult. But to my credit, uh, there are foreigners who have lived in the Czech Republic that have been here for years and years and don't know a single word. So knowing a little bit goes a long way and the locals really appreciate it. So if you know how to say please, thank you, you know, they they really appreciate it, you know. So prosim, 
Yaku yaman ohokrat, stuff like that, you know. Dobri dan. La, ano sinabi mo? Hindi ko naiintindihan. Please, thank you, good day. Mga ganun. <laughs> Even the pronunciation seems to be fast and parang very strong. Well, the same way as the Philippine language. It's it's strong. It's a highly phonetic language. Filipina is also phonetic language mostly, so the transition to pronunciation is not that difficult. Um, so you just have to listen to a lot of their inflections and how they say stuff. But the grammar itself is where the difficulty is coming from, because if you can imagine having 10 variations per word and the changes depending on the context, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and do they also have uh, masculine and feminine? Yes, they do. I was really scared about masculine and feminine um, words to begin with, you know, because that happens in you know Spanish, French. And that's, that's the least of my concerns <laughs> now uh-huh. in, uh, in the language. They just have a lot of different cases that you have to use, different forms, the gender, all those different cases all together at the same time. It's crazy. Yeah. I haven't read up on the Czech language or how many hours you would need to study it before you master it. But I would suppose it's harder than French or German. I, I, I saw this like video once and it's like, if you're a native English speaker, it's one of the hardest ones to learn. So really? <laughs> it is. But, you know, I've met a lot of Russian people or from uh, people around uh, the Baltics who can speak Russian and they don't have difficulty in speaking Czech because like the languages are so similar that they just need to learn a few um, bits and pieces. But then other than that, they're good to go. Mm, so it's more, uh, it's close, like a close relative of yes. the Russian language. Mm-hmm. I think like, if you think about English and German, they come from the same family. And I, that's why a lot of the words we have, they have as well. So it wouldn't be too difficult. Or um, I guess mga Pinoy, Tagalog, and then some some uh, Spanish words you can recognize immediately. Parang ganun, almost in mm-hmm. the same manner. Pero sa Czech, wala talaga. Walang similarities. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, if you're lucky, like there's a, a few words that are similar in English. Pero yeah, you need a lot of persistence. And if you're staying here for a very, very long, for a very, very long time, I highly recommend learning Czech. Yeah. Being fluent in Czech. Mm-hmm. And what else about the, the country shook mm-hmm. you? Shook you. Shook you. Shook Ayun, so like mostly language barrier talaga. So I've had experience where uh, store clerks were shouting at me because like we couldn't understand each other. And you'd, you'd have, yeah, like sad. <laughs> you'd have, have trouble getting around or knowing where things are. So you need to have some keywords in. Another thing is like, it may be real or not, but there's like a slight racial tension, I'd say. If it's not real, then maybe it's perceived. So maybe if like you're in a restaurant um, and you'd see like the waiter or waitress going like, hi, good day to like um, some locals. And then they're like, hi to you or like goodbye. So stuff like that. Or they won't even say good, uh, hi or goodbye to you. Which is typically the standard. Parang they are less enthusiastic to mm, you than they are to their own kind. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe it's just like a, a general foreigner thing, but then you, you get a lot of stares. Um, I guess the other way around, kung white person ka sa Pilipinas, I guess you get a lot of stares too. So I don't know, maybe it's the same experience. <laughs> 
was it the same for you in Prague or is it just there? It was easier in Prague because it's more international in Prague, I'd say, but you'd still get, you know, bits and pieces of that feeling that people are watching you or people are treating you differently, you know. Baka gopong gagupuhan ng sila sila. Mas nainiwala ako na nagwagaduhan sila sa akin kaysa nagagupuhan. Yan ang positively na lang. Baka gwapo ka. Okay, sige. Dahil sabi mo, sige, magiging positive ko. <laughs> and culturally, culturally and societally, okay. what were the things, the different things there that you noticed? You know, the Czech people typically are, you know, cold, cynical, straightforward, sometimes sarcastic. Pero, like, if you get to know them, like, if you become friends with them, then they're very warm and very friendly and they're one of the nicest people ever. Again, if you don't speak the language, some people may be mean to you or will be dismissive. Like, I've had a lot of people, like, trying to speak to me in Czech and then I just couldn't. You know, they were just waving me off. Like, I don't want to deal with this. So, that's that's you know, an uncommon case, mostly like the people that can speak to you or are very, very nice people. They're very po- polite overall, mm. I'd say. So, Al- alam mo, parang, the way you're telling me about these people, they kind of remind me of um, my stereotype of Russians. <laughs> Is there a link between uh, their, their histories? Because the Czech Republic had been under Soviet rule for quite some time. So I guess if you ask a Czech person that question, he'll be very mad at you because they, 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 <laughs> okay. they really don't want to be associated with the Russians. But like if you meet Russian people, they're, they're very nice too. It, I think it's almost the same way. Like you just have to get to know them better and then they'll be very, very nice. That's not to say that Czech people and Russians can't be friends. I've seen some Russians and Czech people be friends. <laughs> Some lang. <laughs> Some lang. <laughs> and how about, like, let's say you get sick there. Is the government, like, paying for you? Yeah, I have I have insurance. Part of it is government. Part of it is from the company. So, by the grace of God, I haven't been sick yet. So, <laughs> um, mm. I haven't been able to test out the insurance, but it's glad, I'm glad to know that I have it. Yeah, and as a holder of a le- long-term residence card does that tie you to your employer still if i'm not mistaken because i don't know um if i'm mistaken you just have the the long-term residence card i think you can still look for another job if you want that's what i know but you know my focus is on my company alone so i don't even entertain thoughts like that (laughs) (laughs) okay and as a uh, long-term residence card holder as well Mm -hmm. do you get like let's say nawalan ka ng trabaho no can you still stay there? And if you can, do you get a stipend from the government? Stipend? No. Pero from what I know, you can stay here because your card has an expiry. And you can just stay here how long you want. That's what I know, logically. It could be different. So, sorry na lang kung misinformation. Pero yun ning alam ko na I can stay here even if I'm not working for the company anymore. Mm-mm. So, walang ano, pasweldo yung government. Mm-hmm. They're generous, but they're not that generous. <laughs> yeah. oh. So if you're unemployed there, sorry ka na lang. You live off your emergency funds if meron. I guess, but you know, there are other opportunities. Maybe you can find a job somewhere else in Europe. I mean, everything else is just a, a stone's throw away. I'm not sure what the process will be like, but if you can find work here that is enough that you can speak English, well, 
yeah. Mm-mm. So having that card, that residency card, does it allow you movement in Europe as well? It does. It does. Um, so it's it's like a visa. But my long term residence card right now expired two months ago, actually. So what I have now is what's a, a, what's called a, a bridging visa. Basically, bridging the time in between my new residence card and my old one. So na uh, labas ako. Ah, uh, so kahit bridging visa siya. Mm-hmm. Okay, na travel ako around Europe if I want. Oh, I, okay, okay, that's good to know. And as long as you have that residence card, it's also good to know that you can find a job elsewhere mm-hmm. in Europe. As far as I know, there may be some more regulations. I'm not sure if there's something specific when it comes to other European countries, but I think you are free to look for other jobs. Me personally, I'm not going to. Yeah, you seem like you love your company. And yeah, I, I love, I mean, I'm thankful because it's an extreme privilege and luxury to be here where I'm at. So I'm very thankful. Mm-hmm. And I didn't earlier, but are there a lot of English-speaking uh, companies there in Czech Republic? Or at least in Prague? You know, what I love about Bruno is that it's a rising city. There have been a lot of investments, I guess, in like more international uh, companies coming in. So it may not seem like it, but there are a lot of English-speaking people in Bruno. So maybe if you're lucky to find one of these companies that have just started up, uh, maybe you can apply there, I think. I mean, Prague itself may have some more international companies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... They speak English. They speak English. If it's if it's for an international company and they mostly deal with concerns probably like beyond the Czech Republic, then they most likely will speak in English. Hmm. Okay. And could you tell me what type of jobs or what industries are needed there, must in demand and must open to getting foreign talent? I've been meeting a lot of foreigners around here. That would say the same thing over and over. Software engineer, software engineer, <laughs> or something in IT, IT development. And it's like, wow, all of all of these people are just here for IT, IT related stuff. I mean, I'm kind of the same thing, almost, but not exactly. So a lot of information, coding, heavy work. So, you know, it pays to be a nerd. <laughs> it pays to be a nerd. Yeah. True. <laughs> I uh, know. So I guess Bruno, Bruno is trying to become, or indeed, not trying to become, but can be considered like a Silicon Valley. You know, I think it is. I think it is because like it's been you know doing fairly well recently by being recognized as like a, a cultural center, a business center. So from my perspective, it's not there yet, but maybe in you know ten years time, it could be something very big. I see. Mm. Okay, that's really good to know. So for anybody in IT or who likes tinkering <laughs> with technology, Czech Republic might be the place for them. Maybe there's something here. I don't know. Yeah. And how different is your standard of living, Mojan, compared to when you were in the Philippines? Oh, God. Imagine my situation before working from Rizal to BGC. traffic, traffic. And then, I a 15-minute walk. Maybe I'm Jeep ako in between and then do the same thing, but in reverse, away. So, four hours ng buhay ko, nawala sa travel. Dito, I just have to go down from my apartment, across the street, take a tram, and I'm in my office in 15 minutes. 
And, you know, the prices for groceries are more or less you'd expect, I know, sa Pilipinas. So I, ha- I haven't had a hard time, um, you know, living. And what's great about being in Europe is that nakaka-indulge ako sa uh, masarap na coffee, meats, cheeses, and everything. So, <laughs> medyo sinful ang buhay dito, I guess. <laughs> mm, yeah. Ano ba mga, ano yung mga specialty ba? Non Czech Republic specifically, uh, Czech Republic. They have a lot of pastries. They have well, lots of great cakes and baked goods. But you know, mostly if you if you want to eat, you're only gonna find meat and potatoes here. So, kung vegetarian ka, I think you're gonna have a hard time. Uh, I'd say their national dish is just beer. <laughs> just <laughs> <To> be beer. <laughs> the heavy drinkers. <laughs> Oh, ikaw ba mahilig ka minom? Medyo. <laughs> yeah. Medyo. Yeah. So, you belong. Uh, I love beer and it's it's really great great country to be a beer drinker. Fun fact is that the Czech Republic is actually the, the highest consumer of beer per capita of anyone in the in the world. So, alam mo really? ba sa alam mo ba sa Pilipinas like mayan tayong iba't ibang term for rice? Or how you prepare mm-hmm. it. Ganon sila pero for beer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like okay. what, what type of beer, how much foam, so on and so forth. And there are just so many varieties na naka overwhelming. And you know, when I was here for like three months, I was starting to miss San Big Red Horse and everything. And then I went back home and then uminumakolit ng Philippine beer. And I'm like, talaga, ganito pa ng lasa niya. So parang matitasting difference. Like mas full body yung Czech beer. Wow, beer snob na siya. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I still have a special place in my heart for San Mig, San Mig Light and, you know, Red Horse. So Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, to be fair, dito naman, eh, if if you guys are beer snobs, here we're coffee snobs. And people really can taste the difference between instant coffee and uh, plunger coffee, mm. filtered coffee. Mm-hmm. Basta parang... Ay, come on, guys, it's just coffee. But yeah, yeah. So you have mentioned that the language is very difficult. It is. Mm-hmm. Is there any other thing that you'd like to share? Any con about living there? Not many that I can think of, to be honest. <laughs> Not many. Something that, you know, Filipinos would like to know is that there are actually other Filipinos here. <laughs> so for the longest time, I, I was actually afraid that I was the only Filipino in Brno. So, yeah, because <laughs> it was like so out of the way. I didn't even know like if there were other, it seemed very unlikely. There are like tons and tons of Vietnamese in, in the Czech Republic because like there's this whole Soviet thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, I met one Filipino and then I met another and then another and then another. Um, so nice. So, but I'm happy because it's a prog. There are Filipino stores, so I think there's a, a Filipino community over there. Na malay. I didn't have the experience because COVID times talaga gayon. Ngayon relax na. Pero alam ba? Like sobrang happy yung ngayon because alam ba for months nagkrave ako ng ano ng sinigang. So bago ko umuwi, uh, <laughs> so nung ano bumalik ako sa Czech Republic after Christmas nagbawa ano kanang ten ten packs ng sinigang mix and then naubusan ako. So like sobrang tigam na tigam ako for sinigang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tigang-tigang ako. Yes. And then, meet ko yung isang Filipino. Sabi niya, ano, eto, punta ka sa store na to. They have every type of Asian things you need. And then, sobrang happy na ako yan. Kasi nakakapagsinigang ako. And then, nakabili na akong silver swan, ano, soy sauce. So, mas okay na yung adobo ko ngayon. 
So, mm. content na ako sa buhay, I guess. <laughs> um, no. I think my church community here din sobrang, no? Pero hindi ko pa na to check out yun. Mm, okay. <laughs> Kala ko naman masayang-masaya ka nakahanap ka ng fellow OFWs. Pero hindi, sinigang is life. Happy, happy ako naman. Nakapag-Tagalog ako and everything. Nakakamit ako ng Filipino. Pero alam mo yun, yung sinigang nasa puso yun. Kaya, of course, yun yung mas Oo. importante. <laughs> Totoo. Alam mo, isa yun sa mga talagang kinecrave ko. Mm-hmm. Sinigang, tsaka taho. Mm-hmm. hirap kasing gumawa ng taho. <laughs> oh, wala akong makikita ng taho dito. Wala akong maharap na taho dito. Filipino foods, good luck. Wala, wala dito. And sa Filipino stores, of course, because of importation, tumasin yung price. So, one day, sobrang miss ko na yung tosino. I said to myself, sige, ano ba, bayaran ko na yung extra? <laughs> miss, miss ko na yung tosino eh. So, yeah. <laughs> Ako rin, parang dito sa Asian stores dito, saba, ay nako, wala kang makikita ang saba dyan kung gusto mong gumawa ng barbie, ng banana queue. So kahit ano siya, parang $8 yata dito, yung eight yeah. pieces ng saba, which is equivalent to about 280 siguro, 290 pesos, para lang sa eight pieces of saba. Pero oo, kapag nasa ibang bansa ka talaga, may mga ingredients eh, na hindi mo talaga mahanap. Yeah. So, you've lived there for one year during the time of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and how has being independent or being away from everything that you've known, how has it developed you? You know, um, I've been stuck in apartments for most of my time here. You know, I've... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad, but yeah, that's the truth. Like, I've been in my apartment mostly because, like, you know, regulations and everything. Um, being careful... Although you mga check people, they're a lot less afraid, you know. So even before, like um, when masks were required, they just didn't care. A lot of the people. This time gave me a lot of time to reflect on myself, introspect what my life has been like in the Philippines and what my life is like here. So I've been thinking a lot about luxuries and conveniences of being in such a more modern society. It really makes you want to be a better person and makes you want to do better so you can keep this place in the world, so you can keep the standard of living. That's how I see it. And, you know, since I've been mostly by my own and, you know, life generally here is easier, I've become more self-sufficient cooking, cleaning, laundry. Sorry kung spoiled yung... Yung upbringing mo, okay lang. Same for me. But ayun, like, being here where everything is easier, you you learn to do things and figure out things on your own. In this, you know, country and where not everything is easily figured out in because of the language you kind of have to develop your own techniques on how to get around so being more self-sufficient in the end <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah it's one of the biggest lessons that we learn when we are away from our family especially if we had the privilege of having household help mm-hmm. talagang ako rin when i moved here sariling linis, sariling mm-hmm. plancha, mahirap at first, but then masasanay ka din. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And parang ano na, hindi ako sure, do you see yourself staying there in the long term? Actually, may plano ako umuwi. <laughs> may plano ako umuwi. Oh, may plano ako umuwi. And I was actually telling this to some of the other OFWs recently, and they were like, wag, no, no. <laughs> Dito ka na lang. <laughs> As in, lahat, oh. sila, lahat sila. Pero, you know, I have, I have unfinished business. 
sa Pilipinas. You know, I want to do I want I I want to go see my family again of course. Girlfriend ko most importantly naghihintay sa akin. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so and then I I have other goals for myself friend like uh buying an apartment which you can do naman in the Czech Republic I know pero I feel like I want to get most of the adulting stuff out of the way sa Pilipinas. Maybe in some ways to prove it to myself that I can and then maybe one day I can go back here to the Czech Republic or a different European country. I don't know. I have time to explore Europe so maybe I'll see if there's a better option but for now you know the Czech Republic is a really beautiful really easy place to live in. Well okay you still plan to move back home because of that unfinished business and also because your girlfriend is waiting for you can't you bring her there? Life is complicated <laughs> maybe maybe in the future who knows but you know i have a contract i can maybe stay if i want to but i'm putting that as my own personal deadline to like return and do everything that i need to do back home yeah and sorry going uh, just asking further is there a partnership visa there of some sort or do you have to be married to get your family or your wife or your partner here I, I don't know i don't know i don't i don't think about that because like i i don't i know i don't have thoughts about marrying czech people <laughs> <laughs> or like i mean your philippine girlfriend tapos dadalhin mo siya dyan. like if nagpa citizenship ako dito uh i don't i don't know if i want to apply for it now i want to do it in the future but i don't see myself applying for it right now Mm-hmm. I know it's like so weird that you know I've I've built up the Czech Republic, but you know I have stuff I need to do. Yeah, which is completely understandable. And you're 25; you're so young. You have the world ahead of you. Hopefully. So, do you feel <laughs> ang takot ng ilang OFWs is that if they come back, bakawala na silang mahanap na opportunity to go abroad? But do you feel assured that there is always that option for you and that it would be, it wouldn't be hard? Personally, like, I'm, I'm a little nervous, but at the same time, I know something will come up if I look for it. I don't think people have a hard time finding one too if, if they really, really try for it, I think. So maybe if you built up some skills or maybe do well in work or took an extra course or two, maybe you can find your way here. That's true. If you really want something, if you really want to move overseas or have a better life back home, there is a way if you really want it. So, kailan ka babalik ng Pinas? Uh, by the end of the year. Pauwi na ako. <laughs> oh, sana ma-explore mo yung Europe. I will. I will. Like, before then, nag-save ako ng mga vacation days. So, I'll use them. And uh, yeah, I plan to see. Si tomorrow, pupunta akong Vienna. And my plan is to go to Germany, maybe the Netherlands, maybe Italy. So I have a lot of planning ahead of me. Wow. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's well. pretty relatively easy to get to. Like a plane trip from Prague to Italy or to the Netherlands is like an hour. Even France, it's like an hour long. So parang nagburahay ka. <laughs> no. <laughs> or parang nagtravel ka ng kalahati ng route mo from uh, Rizal to BGC. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Actually, like getting, getting to Prague from Brno and the other way around, it's three hours. So imagine mo, like, nakaland ka na sa Italy in a plane. Oh, no, to travel to Prague. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me honestly, is the grass greener there in Czech Republic for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like miles ahead, it's definitely much better. You will miss home. You will miss home since a lot of other things here is it's, it's extremely different. You might encounter some, you know, instances of racial tension, maybe some very obvious signs of racism. Food's different. I love in the Philippines you can have authentic Japanese, authentic Korean karagatito. Uh, you're gonna have to, you know, dig a little deeper to find something nice. But um, it's mostly just European food here. Mm-hmm. But overall, life for me the past year has been extremely easy and convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you so much, Adrian, for sharing all of this information and your story. For all of the links regarding immigration, it's all in the show notes, guys, for you guys who want to move to Czech Republic. And Adrian, for anybody who is curious about you, do you have any social media channel or something? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I, I, I post an Instagram about like where I go in around the Czech Republic and in the future around Europe. So you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. A.D. Ramos. So if ever. All right. Thank you, Adrian. And if you like the show, please reach out to us or donate to our show at Buy Me A Coffee. Thank you for listening and see you in the next two weeks. I'm Kring Lakson with Adrian Ramos and this is The Greener Side. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.